Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to welcome Rock and Roll Hall of Famer and drummer Jim McCarty, the drummer for the Yardbirds, one of the greatest rock bands from the 60s. Hits by the Yardbirds include For Your Love, Over Under Sideways Down, Shapes of Things, and many more. The Yardbirds is where three of music's greatest guitarists got first noticed, Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and Jeff Beck. Welcome, Jim. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Sam. Nice to be here. So let's start this off with a big one. How did you join the Yardbirds? Uh, well, it wasn't a question of joining. It, it was like we were all mates together in the same area, and we uh, sort of went to school. You know, we went to different schools, but uh, basically just a couple of schools. And we were all friends around, you know, about 19, 20 odd years old. And uh, we used to go in the uh, local pubs and chat and it all happened like that. You know, we were just mates and uh, finally wanted to play music. We we loved hearing the what we called R&B, which was, of course, blues music really coming out of uh, coming out of the U.S. And we were very excited about it. And um, we had we had a sort of band anyway. We were forming a band and then we started playing that sort of music. And it was uh, it was great. We loved it. Yes. Well, I love it, too. It's it's pretty great music. Um, the Yardbirds have such incredible songs like Over Under Sideways Down. Great song, of course. So, Great. Well, that's 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 nice. You like it uh, because you're you're a, you're quite a young guy, Sam. So you're in a different generation. Yes. Well, <laughs> I I am personally a huge fan of music from the '60s. So you know, the Yardbirds are right in that that category. <laughs> yeah, I get you. Okay. So uh, how did you guys make your big breakthrough? Um, well, we, we, we formed the band and we started to play. And then, I don't know, things, it, it just happened to be one of those things, the right, you know, right moment, really. And all of a sudden, um, that sort of music, that blues music from Chicago or wherever, it was... Uh, it, it was very popular where there was sort of an underground audience that wasn't really sort of overground, wasn't masses, but uh, it just developed and it got bigger and bigger and we played more and more shows and uh, eventually we got to the stage where we needed a hit record and, and um, well, you know, after a, after a bit of a journey, we, we found For Your Love, which was our first big hit uh, and that was when we were playing with the Beatles at their Christmas show in 1964 and there was a, a publisher that had the demo of the song and he said, oh, I think this would suit the group so he approached our manager and then we went ahead and we recorded that and uh, it, it, you know it was a big hit for us all right so you mentioned for your love what are some of your other favorite yardbird songs well it was for your love that got us going and then from there we did another song it was by graham goldman who was a young uh, singer songwriter who wrote sort of other things for uh, the hollies and herman's hermits and, and people and um he also wrote another song called heartful of soul which was the follow-up um and another song called evil-hearted you that we we did and our first song that we wrote ourselves was called salam sad which was uh, like a very uh, uh, very unusual sort of song and then um probably my favorite was shapes of things that we recorded in uh, chicago 1966 we did it in chester studios which was a big blues studio and we wrote the song and it, you know had a lot of energy to it and it's always it always stands out now you know when we play it all right yeah well 
lots of great Yardbird songs out there, including For Your Love, Heart Full of Soul, all of those. So what inspired you to learn drums? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I always loved drum, drumming. And um, first of all, I, I quite like military drumming. So I got into a thing called the Boys Brigade, which was like a young, a, a young sort of almost like a military type of organization for, you know, teenagers. <laughs> we had a uniform, we had a, a band with bugles and drums. And I used to play the, the military drum it, in that and then I expanded you know I went from that into playing that sort of early rock and roll sort of Elvis and Gene Vincent and Johnny Cash and all that stuff that we heard you know pre-blues before the blues yeah yeah well uh there there are lots of great songs to to drum to especially you know Elvis Johnny Cash and I'm I'm guessing that military drumming stuff was pretty fun too well, yeah, I enjoyed it, you know, because I used to, um, uh, the way way we had it, you know, I used to play a sort of marching rhythm and then all the other drummers would play it. And, you know, it was quite, it was, it was good fun and it sounded great all together. And I, I like all sorts of drumming, you know, African drumming and uh, jazz and, you know, rock and roll. I, I always loved drums. Yeah, yeah. So what, who are some of your drumming inspirations then? Well, I liked uh, the jazz drummers you know like Art Blakey, Buddy Rich and all those guys and then I like to you know some of the rock people I like Keith Moon I thought he was very good and Ginger Baker and all people you know <laughs> yes yes of course uh, and uh, you know people like Hal Blaine was a great uh, session drummer American guy and um, uh, I don't know all, all, all sorts of drummers you know ma- ma- mainly jazz drummers I think because they always played great drum solos um that yeah i i love i love to rock and roll too yeah yeah well i mean all sorts of music's a great thing drums are also a great thing you know you you can't hear much music without drums and i guess it's a really important part of the the songs well it sort of holds it all together really you know and uh, sitting at the back you know you just sort of almost almost like controlling it you know what i mean um and i, I of course i i witnessed a lot lots of uh, lots of great things you know lots of great musicians playing uh, <laughs> in front of me yes well there were some pretty great musicians uh in the yardbirds and this leads me to a question and it if you don't want to answer i completely get it who out of Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, or Jeff Beck, is your personal like favorite best guitarist? Well, I, I obviously they were all brilliant, but um, I, I thought the most creative was Jeff because he, uh, you know, he really he really did play off the top of his head all the time. Yeah, he never played anything the same twice. And um, I, I don't know, he, he took our sound onto another level, you know, he, he made it psychedelic, that people call it, you know, um, create a bit crazy and, and wild and all his sound really, I think, really added to it and, and made it, you know, what people remember as the Yardbird sound, I think. All right. So so Jeff Beck is your, your personal your personal favorite. Yes, I would say so, yeah. Well... Honestly, I wasn't expecting you to even answer that question. I, I wrote it down here just like, okay, just in case, we'll see. But thank you. Yeah, that's a really, really cool opinion. <laughs> well, of course, they were, they were all great, but Eric was much more of a sort of blues player. He, he stuck to blues, uh, and uh, Jimmy really developed on what Jeff was playing. He played a lot of uh, 
similar stuff to Jeff. Maybe not not, not quite as creative, but of course he, he was very creative with the Zeppelin, you know. Um, but I, yeah, I, th- I think for the for the time, you know, Jeff was great and it really worked for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you guys split up in the late 60s, you formed Renaissance with Keith Relf and uh, Jimmy Page formed Led Zeppelin, right? What caused that yes. split? Uh, well, I think we were just, we've been going for a few years and we've been playing um, live, you know, we've been on the road for a long time and we didn't, you know, we didn't have much time off and it was very uh, hectic and, you know, if we weren't playing gigs, we were doing photographs or, or, or in studios or, so I think we were, we, we were quite exhausted and we, we needed a big long holiday, but we never got that because <laughs> you had to sort of keep in the public eye really and so um the creative uh, output of the band really went down and we we weren't producing anything uh, quite as good as we had before and uh so we thought well we've done it now you know we, we, we were burnt out Keith and I so and we wanted to do something a bit a bit more uh, well, a bit different a bit more lyrical a bit softer and a bit pokier yeah all right well I mean I'm, I'm glad you did of course Renaissance had some great music and so did Led Zeppelin um yes yeah yeah well what were your thoughts on Led Zeppelin's original name being the New Yardbirds? Well, uh, I could understand it because they were doing um, when when Keith and I left. You know, the Yardbirds had gigs booked, and so they were doing them. Um, I suppose they called themselves the New Yardbirds to fulfil the uh, contract. Um, and then I think it was Chris that suggested they change their name. Chris was going to be in the band because he, you know, he was. He was with Jimmy, and um, but he sort of got sidelined, and then he suggested they they had to change their name. So I think it was probably quite a good, quite a good idea at the end. Yes, yes. Well, Led Zeppelin is a bit of an iconic name, but so are the Yardbirds. I mean, <laughs> yes. Well, how do you name the Yardbirds? Uh, well, I think uh, it was Keith Ralph that came up with the name because uh, he had a little book and he would say saying, oh, I write down all, all the names I could think of. And um, I think he got the Yardbirds out of a Jack Kerouac book, maybe uh, on, on the road. And the Yardbirds were guys that just bummed around the US and lived in uh, lived on um, steam trains and things, you know, and lived in the rail yards and all that. They were just uh, hobos. <laughs> and we were a long way from that. I mean, we were just, you know, kids in the south of the south suburbs of London. <laughs> But it, it was a very romantic name, and it really stuck. You know, people still still remember that name, and it 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 means a lot to people. Yeah, well, I certainly think it's a pretty cool name. I mean, I'm as long as well as your music, like it it all sticks together. When people think of for for your love, you think of the Yardbirds. You know, I I guess <laughs> I guess it works. Yeah, and it had that you know because the guy. Those Yardbirds used to live on the steam trains, had that sort of train thing about it, you know. We used to do some trainy type song, you know, like Spokes That Lightning and Train Kept a Rolling and all those. Yeah. <laughs> so it fitted in, you know. Well, was that like, I guess, the Yardbird train life something you guys were like really interested in doing? Well, yeah, it was, I guess it was a romantic thing, but it was it was part of the music, really. You know, um, I think Johnny Cash did some train stuff as well, you know, uh, and the train rhythms were always good. I always used to like those, you know, to play on the drums. Uh, 
and of course the harmonica sort of went along with it as well yeah but it was fun yeah it was fun doing that yeah well uh, lots of songs with trains just happen to be pretty good i guess Uh, you know maybe it's just a coincidence maybe not i not so sure but uh yeah well it's it sort of fitted the fitted the image you know yeah yeah well could you tell me what music you listen to today well it's a mixture i I listen to yeah i listen to some old blues stuff still and um uh you know but a bit of bit of rock stuff a bit of um classical and some, some world music uh you know, still sort of African music or something, or, uh, you know, maybe what they call new age music, some of that relaxation, you know, uh, all sorts, every, every time. All right, yeah, I mean, of all the people I've talked to, you know, there aren't that many who just listen to pretty much anything. Lots of them have, you know, specific niches that they listen to, specific yeah, types. Yeah, bit of jazz, you know, anything that's a bit interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, I I, I like uh, you know uh, music that evokes something. You know, that's, uh, that paints a picture. You know, creates something. Yeah, yeah. Well, music is a form of art in itself, so that makes yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. In the early '90s, you you guys reformed, right? Yeah. So how did that yeah. go about? Like, what caused it? Well, I think it was just a sort of a organic thing. Um, I, I started to play blues again, or yeah, blues covers really, in a pub in uh, Shepherd's Bush in London, which is in the southwest of London, uh, and it got very popular, and it became like the old Crawdaddy Club in the '60s. You know, lots lots of people were coming, and there was a great atmosphere, and um, the other guys. Chris and Jeff and Paul used to come and see us play and all that. And um, then eventually we, we got a call from an agent that was booking out the original animals. And he, he said, oh, do you want to reform the Arbors? Because we were, yeah, we got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 92. And so that gave us a bit of confidence. And um, so it was about 95 that we, we restarted it. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did because that means lots of... Lots of people get to hear your music, you know, all over, which yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's a great it, thing. And it's good because we've had a few lineups since and, um, you know, a bit of change of lineups. But, uh, you yeah, know, the repertoire is always so good to play and, you know, always goes down very well. And, and we get all sorts of age groups now, you know, people like you and, uh, you know, people of my age as well. And so it's a big mixture. Yeah, all right. Well, well, that makes sense. And. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to me, Jim. Like, this has been really interesting. You know, getting, oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I love getting to hear the stories of, you know, drummers, especially great drummers like, like you. I mean, being a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, like, that's a pretty big title. <laughs> I, I well, certainly yeah, think. yeah, yeah. It's good to say. I, I, I'm very proud of it. <laughs> yes. Well, well, thank you so much. It's been great talking to you. I hope it, hope it all works out well. Thank you for listening. I'm Sam, and this is my back pages. And that was uh, Jim McCarty from the Yardbirds, the drummer for the Yardbirds that uh, we just had on. And if you like this, make sure to listen to my back pages on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any podcasting platform. I'm sure you can find it. And uh, there are plenty of other great interviews just like this one.